Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Eye on the Ball with Steve Rivera and Jay Gonzalez on Fox Sports 1450. Powered by Nova Insurance Services. Ensure your most prized possessions. KTZR Tucson. In iHeartRadio Station. Good afternoon. Welcome to On the Ball here on Fox Sports 1450. I'm your host for the day, Jay Gonzalez. My partner, Steve, is out today. He's going to be out today and on Monday. So uh, today it's me and Noah. Noah, what's it's up? It's a good day. I don't know. I'm, I mean, it's, it's a big day. I feel like it's it's. we got blessed that it's not one of those days where nothing goes on. It's yeah. Nice but um, it's eventful Friday tonight. Some good games. Good good stuff. We got some NBA stuff going on tonight. We got some ongoing stuff. Um, you, you know, still haven't heard from the U of A on 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 the Jaden Delora thing. Uh, Wisconsin did issue a, a statement yesterday, but we haven't heard anything from Arizona, which I kind of wish we would. But we'll get to that oh, in yeah. a second. Um, so you know, some other stuff. Uh, uh, men's tennis. I'm, this is one I'm keeping an eye on because we've had uh, we've had. Um, Clancy Shields, the U of A men's tennis coach, uh, on a couple of times, and uh, they're in the middle of their NCAA first round match with the Boise State. Uh, they've taken the the doubles point, and for those of you who aren't familiar with this, the way a, a tennis match is scored, a college tennis match is scored. They play three doubles matches. Whoever wins two out of three gets the one point for doubles. Then they play six singles matches. It's the first one to four. Four matches wins uh, wins the match. So Arizona has the doubles match. So all they have to do is split the six singles matches, and they win. They're up in three of those, four of those. Um, so it's it's looking you know very good for uh, Arizona to move on there. But we'll keep an eye on that a little bit. But that's just something that uh, um, just got it's got my interest because Clancy Shields has been such a great guest. He really appreciates being on our show. We had him on a, ahead of the. Uh, Ahead of the tournament, they're very excited, and this is kind of historic for Arizona. So, in the middle of their match uh, right now. There you go. And then, um, you know, a lot, lot, lot of breaking stuff. But uh, this thing with Alabama and their baseball team is it continues to to uh, come up with little tidbits of news. We're finding see, more and more about that. What's the what's the like what's the main storyline? Well, here's what happened, and and it's starting to come out as to more specifically what happened. We covered a little bit of this yesterday, but. The deal was that Alabama was starting a three-game series with LSU. LSU is number one in the country. Um, and uh, right before the game, like within an hour or so before the game, Alabama, uh, their head, head coach Brad Bohannon had to take their starting pitcher and, and put him on the bench. He's, he had a bad back. So they're ace. And in, in college baseball, your Friday starter, your first day starter, and this is the last Friday, your first day starter is your best pitcher. All so right. all of a sudden they're going to have to pitch – some guy who hasn't pitched in a long time. Yeah. All right. So apparently he relayed that information to a guy um, who was a, it's come out that he was a former high school baseball coach. Don't know how he's connected to Bohannon yet, but this guy in Cincinnati who goes over to the Cincinnati Reds uh, stadium, Great America Park, there's a sports book there, and he laid down a couple of wagers on. Alabama on uh, LSU. Yeah, they were called sizable wagers. Now, a sizable wager in the NFL, college football, college basketball is in the thousands, hundreds of thousands. Sometimes we know about Mattress Mac who bets millions of dollars. So the the standard of what's a sizable wager in those sports is probably different from what's a sizable wager on a sport that hardly anybody ever bets on, which college is college baseball. baseball. Yeah, yeah. Right, FanDuel in, in in the aftermath of this reported that in all the FanDuel states and all over the country, they didn't take one bet on Alabama LSU, not one. So somebody goes into this sports book and lays down a single bet on LSU, and then puts LSU in a parlay. While he's in the sports book, surveillance vi- they, when they were investigating this surveillance videos, somehow I don't know what kind of surveillance video they had said that on his phone they could see that he was in contact with the Alabama baseball coach. 
while okay. he was making these bets. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're talking somehow. So so what do you, what do you mean like they didn't they didn't take a single bet? They no but nobody else bet on this game except this guy. So the, like, they, there was like one bet. So place. right. So it drew suspicion that some guy not only was betting on Alabama LSU baseball, but he's betting a significant amount. So he do something. Right. So they had something's up. Somebody's doing. You know, somebody knows something. Here's the thing: is that. And, 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 you know, for the longest time that people wanted to get gambling legalized was because of the ability to monitor legalized gambling. Yeah. When people are gambling with bookies and whatnot, you don't know what the hell's going on, right? Yeah, of course. You know, when you go back to the headache Smith thing up at ASU, the, the point shaving thing up at, at ASU basketball, the reason that got found out, the, that was found out was because People were betting on ASU games in Vegas. Vegas detected that there was some suspicious activity going on, and that's how they got caught. Same thing with this. It was unusual for somebody to be betting this much money on an Alabama baseball so, game, particularly to be betting on an Alabama baseball game in Cincinnati. So basically, a guy in Cincinnati bet on an Alabama baseball game and put a very large amount on it, and he was the only person in the entire country to bet that game. More or less. So if you if you like asked me if you were like like give me give me a way give me a way where you place a bet and make it as obvious as you can that you're going to get caught. Like that's what I would do. Yeah, go bet a hundred thousand dollars on an obscure sport. If I if I asked you to go put a five thousand dollar bet for me. Somewhere, you know, at a sports book on an Arizona basketball game, nobody's going to think twice about that. But you tell me to put, if I tell you to put that on an Arizona baseball game, red flags go up. And red that's flag. what happened. Yeah. There were red flags. Uh, they looked into it. They immediately stopped taking bets on Alabama baseball, although nobody else was betting on it. Two other states did the same thing in investigating this. They found out that the guy who was laying the bets was in contact with Brad Bohan. And three days later, Brad Bohan and the baseball coach at Alabama is fired. So you know that Alabama found something that said we got to fire this guy, and they fired him. So, but do you think that has to do with him like giving the information out? Does, yeah. So, so this guy in Cincinnati was like he's not he, related to the team at all. He got no, he's not related to the team, but he's apparently got some kind of connection with Brad Bohannon, the, the baseball coach. Because what this guy did was he went and laid some bets down on information that wasn't available to anybody else. Brad Bohan called and said, "Hey." My guy, my start, my ace is not pitching tonight against LSU. The guy who's pitching isn't going to beat him. They're going to kick our asses. Go put some money down on LSU. Oh, he told him to. That's what they're alleging. Oh, okay, okay. I, that, would, that would make sense. That, they're alleging that he, he was in contact with Bohan and Bohan told him what was going on. Whether Bohannon did that or the guy said, hey, I want to place you know, a, a bet on your team. What do I need to know? Whatever it was. Bohannon provided information to this guy. This guy made the bets. Now Bohannon's fired, it's fired. because they've yeah. apparently determined that he had a hand in these bets that were made. So my question is, if they find out that the only thing that was done was he just said what was like the details, nothing about any money, whatever, just said it's going to be this pitcher instead, do you think that's a fireable offense? I, it, again, it depends on the circumstances. If he was sending text messages and he was telling the guy, go bet on this, right? Or he, or the guy said, hey, I'm going to bet on your team. What do I need to know? And he tells him that. No, he knowingly gives him information that he knows is going to be used for gambling. That's a fireball offense. That's the thing, like, exactly. So like for me, it's like, yes, if he had any influence. If, like, right. Who knows the way he said it, if it was like a phone call or he was like, Hinting that, yeah. oh, maybe you should, you know, there's a really good chance that you should put money here. Like, no one else knows you know this. Right. But it's like, if it wasn't that and it was kind of just the other thing, like, that could have slipped him just saying it. I don't know. Well, the fact that they fired him I mean, it tells means, me it that implies it, there's something. It deter- they've determined that he, he had, influence, he, he had, in, course, he had an influence course. on this guy making these bets. And now he's out of a job. The thing is, you know, uh, Noah. How much money was he going to make on a bet like that, right? LSU is probably favored like hell to beat Alabama anyways. Who was going to make some money off of that? Not very much. Yeah. Certainly, this guy's getting paid nearly half a million dollars a year to be the Alabama baseball coach, and now he's out of a job. That's and he was fired for cause. He's not getting a buyout or anything oh, like that. Oh, yeah, 100%. No, he's done. Right? He's, like, he's cut off. So, it, How much could it have been? 
Even if the guy bet, even if the guy bet five, let's say he bet five thousand dollars, the money line on this is probably going to be minus, or or you know uh, five hundred or something. He was going to make you know a couple, a few hundred dollars. That hasn't come out. How much the bet was? All, all that's come out is there was a it was a bet, a single bet on the game, and then that game was included in a parlay. So the parlay that everything else hit. I don't know. That's like I I can't have been like. That much, but it's like I, I don't know. Yeah, the the thing is, and here's and here's a a big piece of this is that people who didn't want gambling legalized are saying, "See, we told you this was going to happen." But what we what those people don't know, and what none of us know, is how much this was happening underground with bookies and stuff. For sure, right? Yeah, Where it, this guy got caught because gambling was legal. Like, well, think about it. It's like it's like yeah, that, but it's like. You find like for every like rat that you find, there's like ten in the walls. You know? Right. Like it's it's like it's like, I, I mean, I think it obviously would have been different unless you found like hundreds of people betting on this game and they were scattered from right. location. That would make a big difference. But it's right. like, yeah. It's, See, and that's what happened. That's what happened in the ASU thing. In the ASU thing, all of a sudden, for this one game, there was all this action on ASU basketball because word got out that points were being shaved. So all these guys, and mostly students from ASU, were driving up to Vegas and flooding the sports book and making bets. And that's what you know caused the red flag. And that's how those guys got caught. Makes sense. There's a great there's a great uh, HBO documentary on this. Um, our friend Ken Summers has been on on the on the show a number of times. He was a reporter covering ASU basketball at the time. He's on. He's a part of the part of the documentary. But uh, it's fascinating. They don't find these things out if gamble if gambling is not legal. Let's take this call. Hi, you're on the air and on the ball. Hey, you guys. Um, this is uh, Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel from California. Um, do do you guys have time um, to talk about what's going on with Jaden Delora? We do, but you know what? We're going to go to a break here in a couple of minutes, and then we got a guest. Why don't you call us back after the guest? So probably probably um, about three forty, okay? And then we'll we'll okay, talk about yeah. it then because we're running out of time for our, our first break, but we, we do want to talk about it because there's there's you know there's obviously stuff going on with that. We've got our guest hurt his chin from the sugar skulls coming on in a couple of minutes. So call us about three forty. Okay, got it. Sounds great. Excellent. Talk to you soon. Got it. I guess I should remember. I should uh, let our let our listeners know. Uh, hurt his chin, head coach of the Tucson Sugar Skulls. They've got uh, they're back on the field uh, this weekend. They took last weekend off after a, a very disappointing loss. Uh, uh, last second overtime loss to uh, San Diego. Excuse me. Um, We'll have heard us talk about what's been going on over the last two weeks on the heels of this thing, and then at uh, at four fifteen, Jake Fisher will uh, will pick Jake's brain on all of this stuff. Jaden Delora, uh, uh, Jaden Bradley, uh, who's you know come to Arizona after kind of being tied to this this uh, this uh, murder in uh, in Alabama, um, and just all the other stuff. Jake always gives us a good perspective, having been a college athlete. So we'll talk to Jake about all of that. But anyway, just real quickly, getting back to this whole issue with the gambling thing. So, you know, that's how you get caught, by this stuff being legal. So, you know, the, the, the people who keep arguing about gambling on sports shouldn't be legal they're they're arguing about the wrong thing this is how these is this is how these things get caught and this is how this yeah. coach got caught yeah there's going to be there's going to be situations like this oh but what we don't know is how many of these are there already out there where guys were doing this with bookies like way more than way more than we, we know. know yeah way more than we know way more way more so that's uh you know th- i mean that's the whole deal so um it this is this is going to be going on and look the media is after this a lot of investigations it's with a public school so c- documents and stuff like that are going to be uh you know are going to be public and we're going to find out more and more to my way of thinking if this guy did this this wasn't the first time he did this right i mean i, I yeah it's I there's like, a likelihood to this extent that this no, wasn't the first time like in terms of something like this, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, when Pete Rose gambled on baseball, he did it more than once. Oh, yeah, right for sure. Yeah, Till yeah. finally got caught. So, all right, let's go and take our break. We're going to have a uh, uh, his Chin, head coach of the Tucson Sugar Skulls. He'll come in and talk a little bit about his team. They've got a big game with Northern Arizona Wranglers, the defending IFL champions, this Saturday at six o'clock. It's a bobblehead night, so we'll uh, bring Hurtis in and talk about uh, how he's been trying to get his team back on track after a tough loss uh, two weeks ago. So, stick around.
For more than 20 years, the Window Depot has provided the best price and the biggest inventory on in-stock vinyl windows. And now, the Window Depot is more than a window store, offering homeowners and contractors a one-stop warehouse offering interior and exterior doors, granite and quartz countertops, in-stock cabinetry, and skylights to finish your project. Their team of professionals will help with everything from free kitchen design to custom orders from leading manufacturers like Milgard and Geldwin. Order online or find a location near you at thewindowdepot.com. Where do you buy exercise equipment? Arizona Health. Arizona Health. Arizona Health, of course. To feel better and look better, it makes sense to buy your fitness equipment from the people who know it better than anyone else. At Arizona Health, our goal is to help you choose the equipment you need to reach your goals. Your health and fitness deserve the best. You deserve Arizona Health. The leading edge in exercise equipment. On 22nd, just west of Wilmot. If you think now's not a good time to buy or refinance a it's home, a new year. think again. Interest rates are at all-time lows on most loan athletes. programs, Winter and Paul Volpe of Noble Home Loans is ready to help you find the option that best fits your needs. If you're looking for your dream home or want to get cash out to refinance on a current home, visit VolpeTeam.com. That's V-O-L-P-E Team.com. Or call 618-5626 today. At 228 West Drachman Street in Tucson. It's also time to get your creative promotional products for the upcoming Conventions, giveaways to promote your company, and get your employees new apparel to look sharp representing you and your company. Come see Creative Awards, 228 West Drachman Street, or online at creativeawardsaz.com. Neck pain, back pain, car accidents, headaches, sports injury. Ornelas Chiropractic's goal is to help our patients achieve a healthy lifestyle. Combining chiropractic care with physical medicine modalities, therapeutic procedures, and massage therapy not only reduce pain, but helps the body heal itself as well as provide other health benefits. Ornelas Chiropractic, we use a natural approach to improve an individual's health and well-being. Don't suffer any longer. Call Ornelas Chiropractic today. The holidays are fast approaching. After a difficult year, we're sure everyone could use a little financial help. Pyramid Federal Credit Union is bringing back the Holiday Helper Loan, a low-interest short-term loan that can help get you through the holidays. In support of our community, Pyramid is making a donation to the Community Food Bank of Southern Arizona from each loan. For more information or apply online, visit pyramidseu.com slash holidayhelper. All loans are on approved credit. Other restrictions may apply. Pyramid Federal Credit Union insured NCUA. Did you know sports cards and memorabilia are setting record sales? Last month, the 1952 Topps Mickey Mantle sold for $12.6 million. LeBron James Rookie sold for $5.6. Also, collecting cards is a family fun hobby that can be very profitable. If you want to start a collection or expand your collection, check out Showtime Cards. They are one of the leading card shops in the country and have served our local community for 25 years. They are located on East Speedway. That's Showtime Cards. Why is mining so important? It's the foundation of everything that defines a society. Everything you see is a product of mining. No matter when, no matter how, no matter why, every society on this planet has developed, grown, and modernized based solely on the minerals it could process. That, my friend, is why mining is so important. Brought to you by the Southern Arizona Business Coalition. Breaking down all the X's and O's, it's Steve Rivera and Jay Gonzalez. This is Eye on the Ball on Fox Sports 1450. Welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on Fox Sports 1450. I'm your host, Jay Gonzalez. Uh, my partner, Steve, is uh, out for the next two days, today and Monday. Uh, I've got Noah here uh, running the board and uh, keeping me company. And on the phone, we've got uh, Tucson Sugar Skulls head coach, Hurtis Chin, uh, coming off a very difficult loss, but uh, took the week off, probably gathered yourself. And Hurtis, we want to talk to you about how things are going. How are you today? I'm better than wonderful today. How are you? Awesome, awesome. That's great to hear. So, um, you know, last time we saw you, we were coming off the field, uh, had a tough loss overtime to San Diego, a game that uh, we all know came down to one play on that Hail Mary, and you guys could have won the game, ended up not. You go into the into into a bye week, so you've got a couple of weeks to chew on this. But just tell me what your approach has been since that game. Uh, since that game, uh, first, the first thing I, I did with the players is when we got in, is I asked them what did they learn from it. It was some things that 
you know, some things happen selfishly that if we would have put the team first, the game would have been over. But that's neither here nor there. We just went in the approach with, okay, this whole season is a journey. It's a learning process for everybody out there, coaches and players uh, collectively. So that's the approach we took first and foremost. What did we learn from the game? And as coaches, we went back in the lab and, you know, added some extra pieces to the offense, uh, you know, to make us more explosive on offense, to make us better, play better as a team and, and loosen some ends. I mean, it scripted some loose ends we had mm-hmm. as a whole. So we took it. And more importantly, I let the players rest just right. to give them a chance to miss football, you know, to get, you know, back to things and be eager to get back to it. So when you had that talk with them after the game, uh, what was the response or did you get a sense of a response or how they were taking it and, and were you happy with what you saw? Uh, it was it was more so, you know, people thinking back to things they could have did better and, you know, apologizing for it and, and things of that nature. And that was a reminder for me as the head coach is just to remind everybody, like everybody's going to have their chance to mess up in the course of a game, but we need to limit those things and limit those mistakes so we don't have to feel like this and look like this right. after games, especially in front of, you know, our home crowd, which we want to protect that home field. So we learned from the game and they was, you know, they didn't take it lightly. They knew that what was at stake, you know, they knew that we let one slip away so we did everything in our power necessary to, you know, moving forward to not let it happen again. Right. So the good news for you guys is you're still in first place by half a game. You're three and one with those three wins on the road. So uh, you, you, you talked about, you know, fixing up some loose ends, pick, doing some things in this last uh, last couple of weeks. What what are some of those things that you're talking about? Uh, so you know, going back to last game, we had a, a new center in who you know, uh, just wasn't adjusted to this game, so to speak. So mm-hmm. we brought uh, Cordell Boosty in the center from last year. Uh, that point of the offense is a key essential part of our offense that sometimes in a running game, just looking at it from a fan perspective, they might not understand, okay, uh, I, they may see us get two yards when we should have got 12. That point, that center of our offense is essential, and we added some speed with a young man named Demetrius Scott on the uh, perimeter at receiver. So those two things in itself should make us way more explosive on offense. Okay, and uh, uh, you know we, we've we've talked about your quarterback. He, he's you know he was an offensive rookie of the year last year. Um, just uh, how is he taking to you know being a sugar skull, being in your system? How do you feel he's uh, he, you know he's adopted to what you guys are doing? Uh, this week he excelled pretty well. He's finally catching on. You know. Um, this this offense, this system is a little more structured than what he he was used to. So now he just had to get adjusted to that, like any quarterback will have to do in a new system. This week he hit the ground running. We had some meetings over the off week to where me and him could get better on the same pages. To, you know, so he could basically think like I think while he's out there on the field. And it showed this week of practice, and I'm excited to see how he plays this week. What 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 about about uh, Ramon Atkins? Do you like the most? Uh, you know, uh, in terms of his physical skills. I mean, what is he best at? Uh, he, he's he, he's Ramon is best at uh, when it comes when it comes to his strength. His strength as a quarterback, as his physicality. Is his arm strength. Uh, Ramon, if you look at some of the deep balls he threw in some of those games, they were beautiful. They were uh-huh. the, his ball placement on the deep balls are beautiful. So we had to, you know, work on some things as far as his mid range, and you know, he gets the ball out fast also when need be when it hitches. So a lot of quarterbacks, when you throw like short routes, sorts like hitches and quick outs, they they have to uh, grab the laces and adjust the ball to throw them. He's a quarterback that can get the ball and throw outs and hitches without the laces, wow. which is a, a gift to be able to do, actually. Got it, got it. So you, when we talked uh, the first time of preseason, you, you mentioned that you feel like he's a, a much better pocket passer than, for instance, Daquan uh, Neal, who was uh, uh, here last year. Um, do, do, you, uh, do you, Are you still seeing that? Is, is he better in the pocket? Yeah, he just got to, you know, they're, they're both the same and different in, in some aspects. He just got to get used to what we do here in Tucson. And unfortunately, well, the task we take on as coaches is realizing that, you know, uh, a young man that might have had 15 years of doing the same thing wrong is hard to fix in a month <laughs> or two weeks or three weeks. And it, it don't happen on our time. You know, so that's that's what we signed up for as coaches. But as coaches, we also, we put the time and the work in. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To speed that process up, and this week he, he looked at a marvelous in practice, and us as a team, offensive, defense, we hit the ground running this week moving forward. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let, let's let's move over to the defense. You, you guys are one of the top defenses in the, in the in the league. You're facing the top defense in the league the, uh, this week in Northern Arizona. But uh, you know, I mean, when when I heard that you were going to be the head coach, I'm thinking, okay, you know, heard has been an offensive coordinator. Let's see, you know, let's see how this offense looks. And I don't know if I wouldn't say defense was an afterthought, but certainly something that you know you you obviously got some guys to come in and, and, and work the defense to where you're one of the best in the league. Tell us a little bit about what you've seen with your team defensively. Uh, that was a point of emphasis coming even down from ownership on the offseason. Again, like you say, you, everybody knows, you know, I'm a, a, a guy when it comes to, I'm a coach when it comes to this game that does well on offense. So it was something to look at that, you know, my position as a head coach. Can I put together a, a defense that's coming and competing and competitive every week? You know, uh, getting stops, holding team to minimal points. Will I hire the right guy in place? You know, to make those things happen, and so far they've been happening at a you know a great rate for us. Mm-hmm. You know, defense has been getting enough stops. Even the game we lost, that you know they've been getting enough stops that we should have won that ball game. Right. They've been pulling their weight from a, a defensive line standpoint, a linebacker standpoint. The secondary is playing well, just minimizing you know big plays. When it comes to our defense, so it came from a lot of off-season grinding with me, Coach Hendricks, uh, and Coach Jackson on that side of the ball. And then, secondly, those guys buying in when they got to Tucson in this show. Okay. Well, what do you like most about the defense and what they're doing in terms of, you know, what aspect of the game? Like you talked about, uh, you know, Ramon Atkins, a very physical guy. I mean, what do you like about your defense? Uh, it's something that – so. Uh, when I got interviewed for this job, I told you know our owners, Kathy <laughs> uh, Guy, that we're going to have organized chaos on defense. And that's one thing I talked to Coach Hendricks about and Coach Jackson about in the offseason. Let's just have organized chaos, meaning that we know exactly what we're doing, exactly what we should be, when we should be there. But to an offense, it's confusing. So that's what we've been doing on defense. We've been getting those stops because on key downs, when people are thinking they see one look, we're moving around and creating another look, and it's confusing the quarterbacks and receivers. So the one thing we've been doing well, the, the, you know, this first quarter of the season basically is doing well to have the organized chaos on defense. So tell us a little bit about what Mike Jones has meant to you guys. He's, you know, as we we like to say, you know, the face of the organization in terms of a player. He's been here every year. He's kind of a steady guy out there. Uh, what has he been contributing to you guys this year? Um, just from a practice standpoint, he, he, he set the standard from a practice standpoint also in that locker room. When it comes to practice, Mike Jones comes to work every day. He comes to work hard every day. And when we out there on that field, you'll, you'll see Mike Jones there. He doesn't even want to get out and practice. Mm-hmm. You know, most players don't want to get out, you know, when it comes to games. But they'll, you know, relax and practice. Mike Jones doesn't want to get out there practice. So when it comes time to put those work, to put that extra effort in, He's been a great, great tool for us, a great, great player for us in this organization of just setting a standard. This is the way it should be in Tucson. We come to put the work in every day here, and it's been a, you know, a wonderful thing that the coaches have got the experience as well as the players. So uh, you, you've got the Northern Arizona Wranglers, who, you know, relatively new franchise, but uh, you know, got out there and won a championship last year. Um, they're they're you know up a half a game behind you, so this is an important game uh, in the standings for you guys. Tell us a little bit about what we can expect uh, this weekend with the Wranglers coming in. Uh, we expect them to come play hard. We expect their, you know, we expect their coaches to tell them that they come to Tucson to win this game, that they'll be in the first place in this division, sitting pretty well, you know, moving forward. And, and, and quite the contrary on our side. We're very aware of the situation when it comes to standing. We know that our division, this Western Conference, is a very tough division, and it's a week-to-week battle 
for every team in this conference from top to bottom. You know, there's some great coaches around the league, great coaches in, in this conference as a whole. So we were very aware of the situation coming in this week. We know that they're coming in to win first place, and we're coming in to defend first place and play well in front of our home crowd, more importantly. So uh, this weekend, uh, it, you know, it was a pretty good crowd last week. I mean, did you feel like you, you got the atmosphere that you were hoping for for your opener? And uh, you know, what are you hoping for this week? Yeah, it was a crowd we appreciated. And, we, we, you know, we appreciate every person that came to support us in that first game. And it was, it was the energy was there from the start of the game. Mm-hmm. Our players felt good about it. You know, it was a start to build off. Now, you know, when it comes to putting us out there on the field, it's just on us to, you know, do better and win games in front of our home crowd, bring that energy in front of our home crowd is. You know, this week it's the post Cinco de Mayo party, which they're going to have $5 beers and bobbleheads <laughs> going around crazy in the facility. So we want everybody to continue to come out and support us, and we're going to continue to come out and play hard for our home crowd. And this time, you know, it won't end. You shouldn't end like it ended last game. But we, we're very aware of it, and we're very thankful for the turnout. So, Hurtis, you know, I, I love I love how you sound. You sound like you're having fun. I, I mean, I know this is, you know, yeah. it's a job, it's work, but you got it. You, you're ha- you sound like you're having, having a lot of fun with this. I, I really am. And, uh, you know, sometimes if you could ask some of our players, we also have meetings here in, in our meetings that half our meetings are not even about football. You know, it's about, uh, okay, what are we going to do next? Because we went out to the Boys and Girls Club in the community once. Now it's about what are we going to do next in the community in Tucson? How are we as men? How do you feel today? You know, mm-hmm. like, how is, what is, you know, what is your thoughts about life? So we, we have a lot of that talk, and it makes football easier. So to answer your question, to, you know, just to speak on what you made reference to, I'm having a lot of fun because I'm all about the next generation of young men. And we do it through the game of football, and it's something I love to do. And we're going to build this thing together. All right. So uh, you know, you, you, you're not halfway through your season, but you know, between training camp and whatnot, you, you know, you've, you've kind of moved along. Um, are things still seeming new to the guys, or is everybody kind of settled in and say, okay, that, you know, we're we're getting used to stuff. We know what you know. We know what we got to do. Where we got to be. We know. You know, practice, uh, the way practice is being done, that kind of stuff. Do you feel like the guys are settled in, uh, it, particularly the, some of the newer guys? I do. I, I even feel, after this bye week, this bye week was well for us. I think coming in of this bye week, it wasn't no sluggish. You know, sometimes teams come back sluggish from a bye week. We came back flying around, which is a great sight to see. You know, and coaches, a lot of how we feel is what we see out there on the field throughout the week. That's how we feel going into a game. So going into this game from what we put out there on the practice week, all of us as a unit, we feel good. So mm-hmm. I think guys are really, really coming into their own in Tucson and starting to get familiar with how things here goes, how mm-hmm. it's structured. And, you know, from there, you kind of see that, okay, the players are taking over. Hey, we should be here this time. They are here. They're ready to go. You know, even if, the, uh, you know, they don't have to wait on coaches, per se, because they know what's going on on a day-to-day basis. Right. All right, Hurtis. Well, good luck tomorrow. Uh, we'll see if we can uh, get the place packed a little bit and get get, bobble, yeah. get a bobblehead to, what, the first thousand? Is that who gets a bobblehead tomorrow? The first thousand. Come in and get a bobblehead. Let's go crazy in there tomorrow night. Let's have a fun, hype atmosphere with some of those $5 drinks. <laughs> nachos and everything above. Hope to see everybody there. All right, Hurtis, thanks a bunch. We will see you tomorrow. All right, thank you. Hurtis Chin, uh, head coach of the Tucson Sugar Skulls. Look, the guy is always upbeat. I'm, I'm telling you, after the game, I mean, it was a, it was a, I'm going to say it was a terrible loss. If they knock down a Hail Mary at the end of the game, last play of the game, they win the game. They didn't. They go to overtime. They lose. We get, uh, you know, we, we get an interview with him on the field right after the game. He was smiling. It was like, you know, I mean, I know the loss stung, but he was, you know, he was like, he, he, he didn't look, he didn't look really pissed off, but I know he was, right? But he didn't, he didn't, you know, project that. And so he goes to talk to his guys. Yeah, there, there are always going to be those, those fans, like fans who, you know, assume that they know what he feels like and they're going to be like, right. oh, he looks so happy. He's a terrible coach. Like he's not, right. he's not reflecting. Right. And, and what I saw was, 
this guy doesn't is not going to let a loss like that kill him, and he didn't. And and you know, and hopefully that shows tomorrow when they get on the field. So that's got to like reflect to the team so much. Yeah, that's, yeah. Got, that's like that's all you could ask for, right? right? You know, and we'll player. you know we'll get a player on and we'll ask him about stuff like that. But they, you know, we we had Carrington Thompson a while back, you know, the the wide receiver, and he basically said he just loves you know he loves hurt his chin because he seems so always so upbeat. So pretty good. All right, so uh, that game is tomorrow six o'clock. I'll be on the air on uh, YouTube on the YouTube channel uh, with Pat Paris. The games are also simulcast on Fox Sports fourteen fifty, so you can listen to it on your on on the radio if you're in the car. But you can also watch it on YouTube, or even better, you can go to the game six o'clock tomorrow at the arena. So let's take a break. We're going to come back. There's a statement out from the U of A on Jaden Delora, so we'll go Fine. through that. I know uh, Gabriel's going to call. We'll talk to him. I've also got uh, a comment from a, a, a former juvenile court judge. There's a lot of questions about why didn't Jaden Delora do jail time why was he allowed to you know why wasn't this a part of his uh, uh why didn't everybody know about this so we'll get into the the whole uh issue with Jaden delora uh and his uh and his uh the sexual assault thing that he had back in hawaii so stick around for all of that it'll be interesting if you're an Arizona men's basketball fan, you know it's been successful for nearly 40 years. Now, take a look back at the Lute Olsen era in my new book, Lessons from Lute. It was a labor of love through the eyes of 25 former players, coaches, and friends. They give insight to the coach and the man who led them, competed against them, and inspired them. 25 chapters for his 25 years as Arizona's beloved coach. Lessons from Lute is an insight to how he built the program into a national powerhouse. Want one? Email me at steve.rivera. 95 at gmail.com. Hey, Wildcat Nation. Jake Fisher here. I got to tell you about my winning team over at Arizona Health Insider. I was able to get a custom private health insurance plan with no deductibles, no co-pays, nationwide coverage, and I get to pick my own doctor for less than $200 a month. If you want to avoid getting gouged on the exchange and you want real health insurance, call Arizona Health Insiders, 520-850-6866. 520-850-6866. Bear down. What's your goal? A new career or career advancement? How about transferring to a four-year college? Pima Community College can help you make someday today and reach your goals affordably on your schedule. With over 100 programs to choose from and financial aid available, it's time to earn the degree or certificate you need to prepare for the career you want. Pima offers free career exploration classes so you can choose the field that's right for you. Learn how at pima.edu slash someday. Is your old AC system struggling to keep your home comfortable during the summer? I'm Ron from Picture Rocks Cooling, Heating, and Plumbing. Do you dread hearing that AC come on because of high electricity bills? Replace it now with a new high-efficiency system before the long, hot summer. With rebates, tax credits, and energy savings, it just makes sense. Call 520-440-4069. Need more affordable auto and home insurance while making sure your family has the coverage it needs when mayhem happens? They've got you covered at the Edmund Marcus Allstate Agency. Go see Edmund Marcus. He's born and raised in Tucson and a proud graduate of the University of Arizona. He's been an Allstate agent for 25 years and has an award-winning agency which takes care of his clients. Call him today at 520-323-9333 for an auto and home quote and let him save you money and make sure you have the coverage you need. You're in good hands with the Edmund Marcus Allstate Agency. Do you want to be part of a winning team? A-Team Security is looking for friendly, outgoing event security guards and event staff to be a part of our team. We've been providing our outstanding services to some of Arizona's biggest sporting events and concerts for over 20 years. We want you to join the action. A-Team offers a fun and exciting opportunity to work in the sports and entertainment industry with flexible schedules that are perfect for those looking for a part-time job or a second income. Come be a part of a winning team, the A-Team. Apply online today at ateamsecurity.net. Streaming live on the iHeartRadio app, this is Eye on the Ball with Steve Rivera and Jay Gonzalez on Fox Sports 1450. 
Welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on Fox Sports 1450. I'm your host today, Jay Gonzalez. Uh, my partner, Steve Rivera, is uh, out today, and he'll be out on Monday as well. I've got Noah here running the board and, and, and keeping me company. And uh, we're, you've got a lot of stuff to talk about. So um, as I mentioned before we hit the break, uh, the uh, Arizona Athletic Department issued their statement regarding Jaden Delora. Here it is. It's a very it's a short statement. Uh, I'll read it, and, and then uh, both Noah and I will respond to it. We want to take your calls on this. We've already got a caller on hold uh, who, who wants to talk about this, but I've also got a I've also got a comment from a juvenile court a former juvenile court judge that I want to read to you that'll bring a little bit of clarity to why Jaden never did any jail time, why his records were sealed, all that kind of stuff. So here's a statement from the U of A. In the fall of 2022, after a civil complaint was filed, the key word there is after a civil complaint was filed against football student athlete Jaden Delora, the University of Arizona first became aware of a 2018 incident involving Delora, which occurred while he was in high school in Hawaii. After reviewing the matter, the determination was made to allow Delora to continue as a student athlete and his status remains unchanged. End of statement. That's it. Um, you know, and having been involved in, in, in public relations where we, you had to get lawyers in and stuff like this, this took them 24 hours or a little more than 24 hours to craft. I'm, I'm telling lawyers at the highest level at the U of A were involved in this. This was carefully crafted. And what it says is his status remains unchanged. There's already people on social media said they've left the door open to maybe do something later, saying today. He's still on the football team, and nothing is different from yesterday or the day before. The question I, I know a lot of people had was, why didn't the U of A know about this before he got here or you know, when, when they were recruiting him? And the, the, the key to that is the whole thing was in, done in juvenile court. It was all sealed. Uh, uh, there's nothing available. Nobody has any details of what happened other than what's now contained in the civil complaint, which is what the U of A now, I'm sure, has in its hands. Um, I, you know, I, uh, in, in my time as a, as a reporter, I, I got to know a lot of judges here in town, and I got, a, I got a, just a, a comment from a former juvenile court judge um, who, who had this to say, cause, because the, the, there's so many questions about why did all this get handled uh, in, in juvenile court and not as an adult or whatever. Uh, I got permission to read this. Juvenile court is about second chances, rehabilitation, anonymity, and restorative justice. In Arizona, he would have been transferred to adult court. Remember the amendment to the state constitution, do adult crime, do adult time, quotes, he would have faced mandatory time and lifetime sex registration. Um, the, I think it's a sexual... Um, uh, uh, I can't think of the word, but anyways, um, the consent talking point is nonsense. The victim was a juvenile, legally incapable of consent, and the the consent argument was something that's being made by uh, Delores' friend. Uh, you know that that he 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 claimed that the thing was consensual, and what this is saying is that is. at 16 years old, you're not capable of giving consent yeah, exactly. to something like that. So, but the thing is, the, uh, another key word in there is anonymity. And second chances. This was handled at the juvenile court level so that more or less all of these people can go on with their lives. Now, you know, the victim has to deal with this the rest of her life, as you know, as does Jaden, as does uh, the other the other athlete who's at Wisconsin. But the victim, you know, and I, I said this at the top of the show yesterday, she's going to have a lifetime of this being part of her past. Of course. And that's not easy. It's not, you know, there, she may have already had some, uh, you know, some therapy over this. She may have to have some later on in her life. You know, she's going to have kids. Is she going to talk to kids about, the, you know, so many things that go with this. So, you know, again, first consideration has to be to her. But for some reason in Hawaii, this was handled at the, at the juvenile court level. Everything was sealed. So there was, there was no way for Arizona or Wisconsin to know about this. And so I'm not trying to defend what, defend that. I'm just saying that's a fact. So unless Jaden Delora was going to come and say, oh, by the way, if you look into my past, I had this. That was the only way they were going to find out about it. And again, if the intent was to seal it so that they could all move on, why was he going to say that? Right. Yeah. So so now here's the deal. He's, they, they found out about it because of this lawsuit. Delora and the other player have had to had to settle this lawsuit. They've given this victim and her family some money, I guess. Um 
and an apology and this, the case has been settled and it's done and all of this is now done. So the question has become, what do you do with Jaden Delora? So this is what the, the U of A's uh, a statement says. Wisconsin was a similar statement that they didn't know about it until the civil suit came out. Now they know about it. His that player's status remains the same. So let's go and take this call and see what uh, see what Gabriel has to say about this. Hi, Gabriel, you're on the air. Yes, hi. Uh, so um, I was going to talk about about Jaden Delore right. and when he's going to happen. So I'm happy that Arizona uh, came up with the statement because I was kind of worried about it because. I hope that they get in front of get in front of um, get in front of the news, and also and um, and and also um, they need to do an internal investigation to see if they knew about it or if they didn't. And I don't know which punishment would be. Suitable. Okay, let me ask you this. Do you think he should be punished in some form? I think he should be not played for one game. Okay, a one-game suspension. Yeah, one-game suspension. Okay. Are you are you okay with the rest of the statement? I mean, are you okay with the fact that Arizona did not know about this? I... I um, I didn't know. I didn't. I don't know what they said. Okay, what they said was they did not. They didn't. Were not aware of this until the live until last fall when the civil lawsuit came to uh, became public and uh, or they they you know was filed. So they didn't know about it until last fall. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how they would have found out about it. But you know, what are your thoughts on that? I I I believe what they said. I think they didn't know about it. Until Jaden Delora transferred into Arizona, but like I said, I don't think he needs to be kicked off of the team, and I think he just needs to be suspended for one game. Okay. And then can I just say two more things? Sure. So I'm just going to off Arizona's first first game is on September the third, correct? Correct. So a uh, three months before the first game, I'm. This is, may sound really harsh, but just like in politics, the American public has an attention span of a goldfish. <laughs> they do. And, and I sure know that the Neanderthals at ASU are, and are making fun of us, so yep. whatever. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. All right, Gabriel, thank you for your phone call. Thank you for your comments. Thank you, you guys. You, you rock. Thank you. All right, let's take some more calls on that. 520-416-7440. The, que- the question now becomes, you know, what do you do with Jaden Delora? Do you suspend him a game, a couple of games, do nothing? Um, you know, uh, again, going back to a, a comment that was made to me, you know, a big deal now with Jaden Delora is, you know, how does he respond to this? What does he do? You know, does he does he continue to show remorse for this? Is he is he uh, you know empathetic with the victim? Does you know is he gonna is he gonna? I don't know how you turn something like this to a positive, but is, is he going to do something? You know, in his life to kind of rectify not rectify it, but just to um, just to show that he knows that what he did was completely wrong, right? Yeah, I mean. I, I think I'm not honestly I'm not surprised that this type of stuff happens for Arizona football just because it's like like I don't think anyone should be surprised that if there's like any team in it the happens Pac-12, everywhere but it's like it just yeah the thing, but that's the thing it's like here especially it's like I'm not I'm not like shocked I, I, I just don't understand how they didn't know like if they put no effort into that because wasn't this like ongoing well here's the thing uh, you know they found out about it when something became public uh, over this which was the civil lawsuit what I would think is that now, or maybe going forward, whether it, it's probably legal, it's like you ask, okay, is there something about your past that I ought to know, you know, that, that you think if we find out about, because I know, you know, you kind of get asked that in job interviews, right? Always, you know? always. You know, or if you're running for a, a, a political office, right? Your handlers are going to say, okay, what's in your past that 
we should know about. We should know about that. If if you're running for office, or if you're in this high high level position, or highly visible position, that it's going to embarrass the hell out of us. Is there anything out there? Maybe that becomes part of a. I don't know if they, you know, if somebody's getting recruited, if they have to fill out a questionnaire or they're interviewed or whatever. Let's take this call real quick. Hi, you're on the R9 on the ball. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, guys. It's Jim. Hey, Jim. How old was Jane DeLora when this happened? He was 16 years old. And the and the case was totally sealed when he uh, left there? Yes. It was all done at the juvenile court level. Um, if he got put on probation, it was only up until he became an adult. Everything was under the juvenile court uh, auspices. He did not. He was not, you know, tried or sentenced or anything as an adult. Everything was in the juvenile court. And does anybody know what he actually did? According, or are we just according walking to, around in the dark. According to the lawsuit, this was in the civil uh, in the civil lawsuit was that he lured a girl into a stairwell with his friend, and they forced her to have sex with them. Oh, and that's and he he pleaded guilty to the charge. Okay, as a juvenile. He's a, he's settled the case with he and the other player both settled the case with the girl. So they've basically admitted to what has alleged to have what they've alleged to have happened. So we can't sit. We're not going to sit here and say, you know, he allegedly did this. He allegedly did that. He's admitted to doing the things that that uh, that the, yeah. the victim claims that he did. Yeah, that's that puts a different shine on it. Exactly. It does. It's so, not, you know, there wasn't a trial or anything. He pleaded guilty. Both of them did. It makes me wonder how he even got away with it. Well, that's it. That's the thing. Um, you know, this, uh, this former juvenile court judge that you know sent me a, a little. I just asked him. You know, he said in Arizona, he, even at sixteen, he would have been he would have been handled as an adult in Arizona. This happened in Hawaii. They didn't do that in Hawaii. Whatever the reasoning was back there, uh, that's that's what happened. And they labeled it a sexual assault. Sexual assault. But he's not. Uh, I, I I read somewhere he is not. Uh, he does not have to register as a sex offender. That this is all over with. Well, you would think at age sixteen, you know, you might be allowed a mistake. Yeah. And that and that's the point. And that and that's one of the things that this uh, former judge said. He said, you know, juvenile courts. Some a lot of times these things are handled with the idea that if these guys are, you know, have the uh, if if you can count on the fact that they're going to not be repetitive or that this is kind of a one a one off, that they'll cut him some slack, second chance. So, hey Jim, we got to go. We got top of the hour. Um, right. Got to get to our break. Thanks for calling. Thank you. All right, let's go and take our break. We're at the top of the hour, breaking news, some other stuff happening around here, so we'll talk about that. But uh, we'd love to get more of your calls on this issue, 520-416-7440. Give us a buzz. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.